Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way podcast. This is podcast number six. Today, I want to talk to you about Abraham, the father of the faith and the father of the faithful. And we're going to talk about the covenant that God made with Abraham. The covenant is introduced in Genesis chapter 12. Now, many times when you read that passage of Scripture, as we often do, it says very simply, Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your kindred, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And so the Bible says that the journey began with Abraham and God. And as you know the story in chapters 12 and 13 about Abraham and Lot and their separation, and then in chapter 14 how God used Abram to deliver Lot after he had been captured, and there's the great story of Melchizedek and and the land of Jerusalem, or as it was called in, Salem. And we come to chapter 15, and this is where the covenant was made. Better in Hebrew, the covenant was cut. When the Jews talk about making a covenant, the Bible refers to that as cutting a covenant because it was usually associated with the shedding of blood. So in Genesis chapter 12, you have the covenant introduced that God's going to make with Abraham, but the covenant is not recorded until Genesis chapter 15. And Abram is not in Ur, the capital of the Uruk people in Mesopotamia. He's not in Haran. He is in the promised land, the land that God had promised him. And so in chapter 15 is where we have the covenant being established. And you know the story in chapter 15, Abram says, Lord, what are you going to do for me? I am without a child. As a matter of fact, when we pick up on the narrative in Genesis chapter 15 and verse 2, it says, but Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward the heaven and count the stars. If you're able to number them, he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And verse 6 is a key verse, not only in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament in the book of Romans. And he, Abram, believed in the Lord and he, that is God, the Lord, accounted it to him for righteousness. Now, when you look at the New Testament and Romans chapter 4 and verse 3, and then again later uh, in verse 22, you have these verses, this very verse quoted 
as to the time when Abraham became a true follower and entered into covenant with the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament. This is the place where we would say in our language, Abraham made a covenant with God. We would say he got saved. Well, the fact is that there was a lot that got Abram to that journey with God and to his commitment. Sometimes we get the idea in the West that you just hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus and God's promises are believed instantaneously. Well, the fact is there's a lot in all of our lives that lead up to our commitment to Jesus, our commitment to God to save our souls and forgive our sins. Because many times it is through even answered prayer, through sickness, through a journey of hearing and believing certain parts of the Bible, and then God taking us on a journey. Whatever those steps are that lead you to God, every one of us are on a journey with the Lord. Well, so was Abraham. He had seen God's provision. He had seen God's goodness. As a matter of fact, the rabbi of the New Testament, the apostle Paul, who was formerly Saul of Tarsus, uh, said that it is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And so God entered into a covenant with Abram in chapter 15. So in chapter 12, you have the introduction to the covenant. In chapter 15, you have the covenant actually entered into and cut. And then in chapter 17, you have the seal of the covenant, uh, the Abrahamic covenant, which is circumcision. But in Genesis chapter 15, there is an odd ritual that we in the West know very little about. It's called the blood ditch ritual. In verse 9, here's what God said to him. Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each opposite the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, a great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them for 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve I will judge afterwards, and they will come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace, and you shall be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And verse 17 says, And it came to pass, when the sun went down, and it was dark, that behold, there was a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. And on that same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram. To your descendants I have given them this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. Now in our next podcast, I'm going to explain this blood ditch ritual. We're on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org.
Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.